everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to today's very special episode of How'd She Do That? As many of you know who have been with me for the last year, usually these Tuesday episodes highlight a guest and we ask them how they have done XYZ. Well, today's episode, you may have already noticed, does not include a guest conversation, but it does include 30 lessons I have learned by 30. So you guys, I turn 30 on April 25th and I wanted to do something fun, something a little different for you all in honor of my 30th birthday. It's kind of crazy to think that I have been alive (laughs) for 30 years. And as I was planning this episode and thinking about it, uh, I was thinking, okay, I've learned a lot and I also know nothing. So I'm going to let you decide what your thoughts are on the 30 lessons I've learned. Perhaps you have learned some of these lessons as well. Perhaps some of them will be new. Um, We have all ages listening to the podcast. And so if you have already passed your 30th birthday, perhaps this will be a fun time to look back and think about what you were doing in my season of life. And for those of you who are younger, we have a lot of recent graduates, perhaps you're looking ahead and 30 feels ancient. Well, you're going to be here soon, girlfriend. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I hope that hearing a little bit about what I've learned in the last 30 years um, will maybe encourage you to perhaps do things a little differently. Um, But it's really fun because as many of you know, on Fridays, we usually highlight young entrepreneurs and oftentimes I ask them, you know, what's next for you? And sometimes the, actually often the answer is, well, graduation. And then I have no idea. And I feel like, and then from there, I always say, well, okay, how fun is this? Come back and listen to this episode in a year or two and you'll know. You'll know the answer to the big question mark after graduation. How fun will that be? And we always have a great moment on the podcast um, when that comes to mind. And it's like, wow, that's so crazy that they'll be able to do that. And so selfishly, this is my moment. (laughs) to do that because I can listen back should I choose to you know in a few years and I can think wow I really knew a lot or wow I didn't know anything and future self if you're listening right now and laughing I hope you're proud of me and I really hope you do get some laughs out of this I've been laughing as I've been writing down the lessons I've learned and I've also had my heartstrings pulled a little bit um just thinking about how grateful I am for my life, my family and friends. Uh, But quick side note for you guys, for everyone listening to this podcast, as you know, if you've listened to one episode, hopefully you have seen and heard how much this podcast has meant to me. This was birthed out of the 2020 quarantine. I have always wanted to do this and there were always obstacles in my way, I felt like. Um, But having been able to come up almost on a year mark of the podcast, I'm so proud of what we're doing and I'm so grateful for each one of you listening. For those of you who have left a five-star review, you've shared this episode with a friend, that would be my ask, my hope, my action item um, from you today. If you enjoy this conversation, if uh, some of the lessons that I've learned resonate with you, please do share this with a friend, share this on Instagram, share this with, gosh, anyone that comes to mind, and do also feel free to leave us a five 
five-star review. That would be the very, very best gift that you could give me, and I would be so grateful. Well, you guys are awesome. Again, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I do want to say that I have made a very ambitious goal. I am going to keep this at 30 minutes. Again, this is just me today, so I am so happy that you're joining me, whatever you're doing, whether you're on a run, you're on a walk, perhaps you're doing laundry, putting up the dishes. Thank you so much for letting me join you in whatever it is that you're up to. So without further ado, let's get started. Let's get started on the 30 things I've learned by 30. Number one, celebrate your birthdays. Celebrate your birthdays. This is my first lesson that I'd like to share with a little more insight into why I wanted to do today's episode. I had a dear friend lose a sister um, tragically a few years ago, and it was actually a few days before my birthday that year. And that birthday, I realized that that individual would never be the age that I was turning. And it really hit me in a way that I can't explain, but it's something that has stuck with me. And it's one of the reasons that I love celebrating birthdays, because not everybody is going to be the age that I'm turning. And I recognized that a few years ago go and it's a lesson that I always want to hold on to. Okay, you guys, number two, smile. This might sound silly, but it's with the mindset of 2020. We did not get to see anyone's beautiful, amazing smiles. And so I want to encourage you to smile. And I had originally smile at a stranger, but then I thought for safety purposes, I'm just going to say smile, smile at the grocery store, smile at a stoplight, stop sign, Always be sure (laughs) to smile. And I also will add my grandmother is a great example of this. Grandma, you always smile. She would much rather be smiling and, and curving the side of her mouth up than frowning. So if you ever see my grandma, she always has this perfect little smile on her face that's just set there. So be sure to smile. Okay, you guys, we are rocking and rolling right off the bat. Number three, when all else fails, go outside. I need to get outside today. Going outside is the best way for me personally, I have learned to get outside of my head, outside of what I think is the world's biggest problems, see the world, get outside, even if it's just for a quick walk, get outside. Oh, and perhaps someone who's listening right now, you need to lace up your sneakers, head outside. Perhaps it's a beautiful day. Maybe you're just sitting on the couch and you're like, you know what? I need to take this outside. So lace up, pause me get outside and continue listening. Number four, okay, keep an attitude of gratitude. I feel like I need to pause and preface. These are lessons that I have learned but have not necessarily become an expert in. (laughs) So future self, if you're listening and you're like, you do not know what you're talking about, we're only on number four. Just know that I admit these are not areas of my expertise, perhaps. It's things that I have learned. And one thing that I have learned in life is if I'm able to focus on what I am grateful for and hone in on those things, not only can I turn my whole mood around, but I can actually help people around me be in a better mood as well. If I'm able to reflect and think about what it is that I'm grateful for, I have found that the more you focus in on positive qualities, positive attributes of your life or 
people around you, the more positive it's going to feel. If you focus on the negative, it's going to get bigger, right? So whatever it is that you focus in on and put your time, energy, and thoughts towards, those things are going to grow and they're going to become a bigger deal or a smaller deal. So be sure to keep an attitude of gratitude in your heart and in your life. Okay, we're going hard right here at the beginning. Number five, let go of unforgiveness. I have heard unforgiveness put this way in an example. Not forgiving someone or holding a grudge or looking to, you know, seek (laughs) revenge is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And that's a harsh reality. But in my own life, I have experienced that when I don't let go and when I don't release someone from an offense that I feel that they did to me, or I choose to hate on someone or just not forgive them for whatever reason, it truly is on my end and it's only hurting me. If I'm able to release them, let go, bless them, bless and release, then I find I can find and have peace in my own life. So that might be an encouragement for you. Let go of unforgiveness in your life. Okay, you guys, number six, this one is simple and some of you may argue with it. Go skydiving. If you've ever thought about skydiving, go for it. I want to hear if you love it. I want to hear if you hate it. My twin sister and I went for our 24th birthday. I think that I took Whitney for our 24th birthday and I loved it. I say it this way. I could go skydiving every morning (laughs) to wake up. I loved it. My sister will not say the same thing. You'll have to ask her her thoughts. But number six for me on the 30 things I've learned by 30, go ahead and go skydiving. If you've thought about it, try it. Okay. And let me know what you think. Number seven, take constructive criticism, but know when it's not about you. Okay, so I want to unpack that just a little bit. I would encourage you in life, if there is constructive criticism that comes your way, pick out the pieces that apply to you that you can change. An example for me would be if someone came at me about the podcast and they said, you talk way too fast. I can't understand anything that you're saying. I hate your podcast. Well, I would take the constructive criticism portion of that and I would say, wow, I need to speak a little slower so that my listeners can understand what I'm saying. But the last part, that's not about me. If someone chooses to come at you with that kind of, you know, anger or I hate the podcast, whatever, that portion is not about me. Um, And so I would encourage you, look for in criticism, the constructive, the positive things that you can take from a criticism, but also know when it's not about you and it's about the other individual. So again, for me, that's recognizing when there's constructive criticism in a proposition, a DM, an email, etc. And then to also recognize when it's simply bullying and it's not about me and it has a lot more to do with the the other person. So take constructive criticism in life. All right, guys, moving on to number eight, sing, specifically serious sing. I want to introduce you to my favorite game that I love playing with friends and family. It's called serious singing, okay? What you do is if you're at an event or perhaps more likely you're at home (laughs) with friends or family, you all take a turn to sing as seriously as you possibly can, one at a time, okay? 
Everyone else is quiet. You have to sing as though you are at the Grammys. No one else can talk. You have to sing as good as you possibly can. And then everyone just gets to listen to you. And it is amazingly awkward, but it is amazingly fun. You're welcome. You're welcome for introducing you to the game of serious singing. Okay. Let me know if you get into it. Number nine, trying and failing and trying again is normal. That's a normal part of life. It might feel like that is something you'd never want to do. Why would I want to try and fail and try again? Welcome to life. I have learned that that is truly a lesson we can all recognize. It's just a part of life. You're going to learn when you fail and you're going to learn when you get up again that you can keep going. All right, number 10, you can't be ruled by fear. Some examples of that would be fear of failure, fear of the unknown, fear of violence, perhaps fear of illness. You can't live like that. You can't let your life be ruled by fear. For me, I have been really fearful of mass shootings. That that always hits me really hard in the last 30 years. It terrifies me to no end, but I can't not live my life, right? Many of you may have found that COVID paralyzed you with fear of, of getting sick. Well, what can we do? We have to continue to live our life. We have to get up every morning. So don't let fear be a major factor in your decisions in life and don't let it rule you. All right, number 11, get a puppy, get a puppy, get a puppy. That's that's just, that's number 11, get a puppy. I read one time, and this is so silly, and I'm really exposing myself for the crazy dog mom that I am, but I read this little quote said, a house is not a home without a dog. Future Emily, if you're listening to this and you and Luke don't have a dog, I don't even know you, and you better go get a puppy (laughs) because they will make your life immensely, immensely more fun. They're the best. Number 12, I literally wrote this down. Not everyone owns their car. (laughs) The grass isn't always greener. And what I mean by that is the outside appearance of someone else's life, specifically, you know, maybe their highlight reel on social media or the car that they're driving, et cetera, et cetera. It doesn't show what's happening in their personal life. So relationships, mental health, financial health, all of those things are different entities that we're not able to see from the outside looking in, right? So the grass is not always greener. And I've heard it said like this as well, if you knew the behind the scenes struggles of someone that perhaps you're envying or you think their life is so perfect, if you knew what was going on privately with them, you wouldn't want to take on their trouble. And I don't think that we need to, you know, look at everyone around us and think what is really happening with them anything like that. It's just a reminder that the grass is not always greener. So if you look side to side and you're comparing and you're thinking, oh, well, look at their car, look at their life. There's always things behind the scenes that we're not aware of. And it's just so great to always remember that the grass is not always greener, greener where you water it, right? All right, you guys, number 13, take the trip, take the trip, especially after this past year, go for it, schedule it, plan it, 
take the trip if you're thinking about it it's time you got to get out and about again this is 30 lessons I've learned by 30 in 2019 and 2018 I went to Europe twice Luke and I went to Bora Bora Tatiora French Polynesia we're all over the place and I'm so grateful that we did that and I'm ready I'm ready to take the trip again All right, 14, show up and do what you said you would. This is a lesson I learned specifically during our season of life in law school. When Luke was in law school, we had an amazing community of friends that showed up for each other and they did what they said they were going to do, whether that was dropping a friend off at LAX, doing an airport run, or watching each other's pets. It was amazing to see our friends come together and it laid a great foundation for our friendship in the future. So show up, do what you said you would. Okay, guys, lesson 15, pay off your debt. There's a lot of conversation around debt, around student loans. Luke and I are really proud to say that we're going to be done paying off $250,000 in law school loans at the end of this year. And I have learned so much about myself, about Luke, about our marriage and our financial future and plans um, through paying off our debt. We owed it. So we went ahead and decided to move forward with paying it off. And encouragement to you, this is something you can do as much as many say you can't do it. That's just, you know, your cross to bear. It is something that if you focus in and you're able to move forward with that, you are going to learn so much about yourself. Again, an encouragement there. And I know I don't know everybody's situation and whatnot. But for me, a lesson that I learned by 30 was I want to go ahead and pay off my debt. 16. I've accepted my body and embrace who I am. That has taken some time. And I look back on teen years and even years in college when I wasn't able to do so. But I am I am who I am. This is the body I was given. All 5'11". I'm 5'11". I'm, I'm pretty tall. Didn't used to like that. Now I love it. I've accepted my body. And again, I embrace who I am. 17. Comparison is the thief of joy. You don't need to look left and right. So you don't need to look and compare and think, okay, what's this person doing? What's that person doing? That's not your lane. So stay in your own lane and look ahead. 18. Not every opinion needs to be shared. I learned that the hard way many times in life. (laughs) But I want to encourage you guys that if that is an interesting thought to you and you think no I kind of disagree I think I think I need to share everything I think you know I need to be open and I need to share my opinions Um, I agree in some settings that that's totally true but I would stand by not every opinion needs to be shared and I learned that specifically through an amazing book called Taming Your Tongue I believe it's 30 Days to Taming Your Tongue check it out google it amazing, amazing resource. And it talks about how things that we say and don't say can help our relationships. So I would definitely encourage anyone to read that book. That is in and of itself a whole other podcast episode, but it's awesome. 19, race to repentance. If you haven't heard that term, it is awesome. Basically, it's the encouragement to run to apologize. If you have done something wrong, um, and specifically, this is something Luke and I really try to practice, race to repentance repentance be the first to apologize Uh, that way you get rid of any pride any frustration any anger with one another race to that repentance line so that you can come together in unity this is really (laughs) 
(laughs) very specific to marriage. Again, a whole other podcast episode, but I have learned that that is the best to do. I'm not very good at that. I will say that my husband, Luke, is very good at it. He's always very quick to apologize if he feels like he needs to. um, And he is definitely my role model in that. Okay, 20, lesson 20, make countdowns celebrate i love having a countdown to something fun that's coming up we have so many fun things happening this summer i find it's such an encouragement to me to see what's coming up on the calendar and just celebrate beforehand with a countdown think oh my gosh three days four days whatever it is i love having countdowns and encourage all of my friends to join in it's always makes things even more special and more fun 21. Remove the drama. If you notice someone in your life constantly has drama surrounding them, you can step away. Oh my gosh, I'm really hitting hitting on quite a few things that I know you might be thinking, okay, Emily, you are zooming through this. But that's just an example of something I've recognized in my life. And it's not meant to be mean. And it's not meant to be, you know, encouraging anyone to cut out a friend. It's just the recommendation that if you need to, you can step away from someone who constantly has drama around them. I've heard it said, not my monkeys, not my circus. Okay, <laughs> so you can actually step back if there is someone in your life or, or even if there's a situation, it doesn't have to be about a person. If there's a situation you need to step away from, just a thumbs up to you to let you know that you can if that's going to be the best thing for you. 22. We're already at 22. We're doing pretty good on timing as well. Never speak poorly of your spouse. I didn't realize so many of these had to do with uh, relationships and marriage, but that is something that a premarital counselor encouraged us in to never do that. Do not, you know, speak poorly of your spouse to other people. Make it a rule. For those of you who are single, I would encourage you to just keep this in mind for the future. It will save you a lot of drama and and hurt feelings and just not something that, that needs to happen. And I'm not saying that I'm an expert at this or have never said, oh, Luke, you're driving me up a wall today. But one-on-one with someone else, I do not speak poorly of Luke. Um, and I'm going to keep that tradition strong. So what else can I say? (laughs) 23, your story and timeline for different milestones in your life is your own. Ah, I'm even going to take a little moment here and enjoy that one. I don't know that I've learned that. I think I've learned that, but I'm still practicing it out. So whether you are looking to get engaged or get married or start a new business or become a mom, your timeline is your own, okay? So again, those different milestones in your life, it kind of goes back to 17, lesson 17, comparison is the thief of joy. You don't need to look left and right. These milestones will come in their own time for you when it's best for you in your life and on your timeline. So I really love that one. Probably could pause and rewind and listen to that one again. Okay, lesson 24. I'm pretty good at this one. 
It's okay to laugh at yourself. It's okay. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to not take yourself so seriously. I might even listen to this and I might laugh. I might be like, oh my gosh, like in a few years, I didn't know anything. What was I doing thinking I had anything to say with 30 things I've learned? But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to laugh at yourself. I literally do it every day. And you know what? It makes life more fun. It makes your relationships more fun. It just... (laughs) it's better. It's better to recognize it's okay to laugh at yourself. Okay, just do it. Just laugh. If you do something silly, laugh. It's okay. We don't have to be so serious. 25. This is lesson 25 that I wanted to share with you all. And this is a good one. When tragedy strikes someone you love, it's okay to not know what to say. Just let them know you are there. I mentioned earlier about my friend who lost her sister at a very young age, and she taught me so much about grief and about how to be a good friend. I didn't know how to be a friend to someone who had lost a loved one so quickly and tragically and shockingly. Um, But I had a mentor in my life who said, you know, just text her, say that you're here, you know, say that you're coming, tell her you don't expect any messages back, just let them know you're there. So if you have someone in your life that you feel like you don't know how to communicate with them anymore, because some kind of tragedy has happened, I would encourage you just let them know that you're there, reach out with no expectation of anything back from them, and let them know that you're there for them, period that you are there for them. And sometimes that's the very best thing that you can do. All right, everybody, we are on to lesson 26. Are you still with me? Wear sunscreen. I don't have anything else to add to that one. I live in California now. Wear sunscreen. Those of you who did not have tanning beds in your high school career, congratulations. Wear sunscreen, number 26. All right, 27, if you've listened to the podcast, you have heard this before, her success is not my failure, or I could say it this way, her success is not your failure. So if you see another woman in your life being successful, finding success, that doesn't mean that it has anything to do with you, actually. And some of you might cringe to hear that, but it simply means her success is not your failure. Just because someone else is having a win doesn't mean that you're losing. There's more than enough room at the podcasting table, at the art table, at the small business table. There's room for everybody and you bring a unique flavor and vision to whatever industry or whatever realm you're entering, okay? Number 28, just ask. The worst they can say is no. This is an encouragement to anyone who's, gosh, looking to have a new friend, looking to network, looking to get a raise. Just ask. The worst they can do is say no. And I've seen in my experience, most of the time, they don't say no. Most of the time, they say yes, whether it's networking or coming on your podcast. I have had one person say no, and it wasn't even in relation to the podcast. It was actually just their season of life. So be sure to ask, because again, the worst thing that can happen is that somebody says no. The best thing that can happen is you make a new friend, you get a raise, you get a new job, you, I mean, there's just so many things that could happen if you just ask. All right, we're on to 29. Think the best of others. Do it. 
think the best of others. A great example that I heard from Bob Goff when he spoke at Pepperdine one time was talking about somebody driving crazy fast by you, flipping you the bird. It's like, oh my gosh, they might have a pregnant woman in their car or someone must be at the hospital that they are rushing to see. And while that is a dramatic example, that's the kind of level that I think we want to go through in life of positive thinking because it really does put you in a place above just the negativity. You can think the best of others and you can think, oh my gosh, it's not that they didn't email me back. I'm sure they had a really busy week. And you know what? Most of the time, if you give people the benefit of the doubt and you think the best of them, there is a reason behind their behavior that you're not aware of. So why not think the best (laughs) of others? Okay, we are wrapping it up on a high note. 30. The 30th lesson I'd like to share with you. Tell the people in your life what they mean to you. Today. Do it today. That's my takeaway. That's my encouragement for you is to tell the people in your life what they mean to you. If you haven't done it recently, this is my encouragement to you. Pull out your phone, get a text out. I'm going to do the same after this recording. It's so important for us to encourage the people around us, but more importantly, Put to words what people in your life mean to you, whether that's a friend, whether that's a grandparent, whether that's a niece, a nephew, tell the people in your life what they mean to you. And you know what? I'll go a step further. Maybe it's a new friend. Maybe it's a new neighbor. Maybe it's somebody new in your life that you wouldn't think to encourage in that way, but perhaps they've done something in your life that's been special. And I would encourage you, tell them. Tell the people in your life what they mean to you. And that is, that, that's my final thought. And to tell you what you mean to me for lasting this long on the episode, on this podcast, it means the world. I love what I'm doing. I love this podcast. I love you guys. I have been able to meet so many amazing women through this podcast. It's just the beginning. And future self, future Emily, if you're listening, I wonder what, happened to the podcast (laughs) where is it what is it like now um i don't know this is my week heading into my 30th birthday and you guys i couldn't be more grateful for you i couldn't be more grateful for all that's to come so thank you all for listening to today's episode of how'd she do that i am emily landers you can follow me on instagram at emily landers and the podcast at how'd she do that podcast I hope you'll join in next week for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.